Welcome to Cocktails and Comics. Grab a drink and bring out your inner nerd and join your hosts, Steve, Alec, and Andy. Welcome back, ladies and germs. We are back with Cocktails and Comics. And we are here talking again about Loki. We are breaking down episode five and six. And of course, it is I, Andy, and I'm always here with my best friend, Alec. Hey, Alec, how are you doing today, bud? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, man. I am doing wonderful. We were taken on quite the fucking journey yeah. so far through. Now we're on five episodes. Life's going well. I just want more Loki. I know. Honestly, <laughs> this is, it sucks. I hate it that the fact that it's like not even, it's just done though. Yeah, <laughs> it's just pretty done. much, yeah. But um, no, five and six were phenomenal episodes. I mean, it broke down into everything I wanted, everything I needed. And uh, this show did something that I never thought any of the shows would really do, which is basically lead so immensely into the movies and what's to come, which was shocking, but also like, that's how important these fucking shows are. Yeah, yeah. Well, we just saw Black Widow and we already know how they're tying in now like, right. big time. That was the first lead in of like, make sure you pay attention. Yeah. Like you're going to have to watch, you have to watch black widow to understand what's going to happen in Hawkeye. Like you have to, and you have to watch even WandaVision to know who the fuck shows up at the end of black widow in right. the first place. Right. So it, these are not one division captain or Falcon, uh, Falcon, Witch soldier, excuse me. Um, tying in beautifully and yeah. very quickly. And you'll have to you'll have to watch WandaVision to understand what happens in Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> like, right? That's so fucked up, <laughs> you know. And none of those were as huge as this one. Like, all of them are important. Don't right. get me wrong. Right. All of them are very important. But this is the first one that's this really is it. huge because this is going to change. This is setting up the MCU for the next probably ten years. Like, oh, that's no, easily because like we already got like we don't really know where Bucky's going at this point. But we know we have a new Captain America in Sam Wilson. Yeah. Uh, WandaVision, uh, you know, Vision, where is he? Does he exist? Because he's out there flying around like mm. Vision is. What's he finding out? And where's Wanda going from this point, which we think is going to be a big part in the Doctor Strange sequel. Absolutely. But these are just like tidbits of, eh, eh. And now, eh. now this one's like, oh, fuck, we are actually setting up like Phase 4 or Phase 5. Yeah. Yeah. Or the finish of phase four, I think, and then getting it to phase five. Yeah. Big time. Like, oh. this has it all written over. It. Definitely. Which, well, we, which we wouldn't even make that connection had we not known uh, the title to Doctor Strange's next movie. Right. This, we would never know where this is going. Right. We obviously do big picture stuff oh, yeah. with little picture stuff. Marvel, you are fucking geniuses. Yeah, definitely. So I'm super excited about this. So let's jump right into episode five, which is Journey into the Void or Journey of Mystery. Journey into Mystery. Jesus Christ. I keep wanting to say Journey into the Void because they go into the void. Uh, From what I've heard. Yeah. So (laughs) we open up on uh, this episode, Loki being in the void with these other Lokis where they're explaining uh, we have to get away from this cloud monster, which we find out his name is Eliath. Which... I think is one of the most badass fucking villains in history. Yeah. This thing is a beast. And it's a it's a it's literal a deep cut. It's a literal beast. Yeah. And it's a very big deep cut into the MCU because he's not brought up. I never knew about Eliath until this episode and then researching more about him. Um, also cool little tidbit about mm-hmm. the title of this episode, uh, Journey into Mystery, 
which you nailed on the first time. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's actually the title of the comic series where uh, Thor and Loki made their first appearances. Oh, back okay. in uh, 1962. Very cool. So. That's a nice little. I love the little. I love the little. The nods, nods that they give to um, everything. It says a few years later, Journey into Mystery turned into the Mighty Thor, which is obviously the remain the title for decades. And in the 2010s, Loki was reincarnated as Kid Loki mm-hmm. and became a temporary star of Thor, which was then renamed Journey into Mystery in the 60s. So, kind of Kid Loki was yeah. looking like the start of this shit, <laughs> um, which is cool. And so now we got Journey into Mystery, right? Very cool. Which is, I, I did not know that either. Right. I, like I said, a lot of this is beyond me. Um, but again, to be able to learn about this stuff and be, you know, introduced to it now is a lot of fun because we're finding it out about about a lot of this with a lot of other people who aren't huge comic book comic book or uh, Marvel fans um that are that deep so it is cool that we're able to find out about these little tidbits and tip of the hats that we always get and you know without without our our other guy we had it's it's tough to keep up on this deep cut stuff because yeah. we're not we haven't been big readers of this stuff so right. we apologize but we're doing our best here. <laughs> we're finding out with you we're doing our best here. <laughs> I, I have no problem learning as we go oh absolutely uh, it makes it more fun I don't want to claim I'm the biggest nerd in the world, but I, I do like to claim that I am a big nerd. Oh, yeah. I just don't have all the information. But it's also fun to find out about all this stuff because now it keeps it new and interesting and keeps us shocked as much as everybody else. Well, the only thing that ever keeps it interesting and fun is is learning about it. Yeah. If you know everything about it, you're basically done. So right. we keep picking up every week. Fucking let's do this. Yeah. So, uh, again, there in the void explained about Eliath, which is basically a cloud monster uh, that basically if it eats you, it, it's, it, done. it's done. It's the, it's the end of time. Because we get to see a little bit of that demolishment uh, in this episode. I, be- I believe this one, maybe not. I think the next one. He takes no prisoners. There's oh, yeah. no waiting. I mean, as soon as a piece of that cloud touches you. Yeah. We saw it up close. You become nothing. Yeah, it's game over. <laughs> game over, man. Game over. Game man. over. Game over. Bill Paxton, love it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> aliens, watch it if you haven't. It's a great movie. Bill Paxton's great. Uh, I mean, Sigourney Weaver's okay, but you know, Bill, Bill Paxton, Paxton really nails that line. Nails the role. <laughs> nails that line. <laughs> but yeah, so. We see them in the void. We get a little bit of introduction to the Lokis, but we go back to the TVA uh, where Renslayer and Sylvie, uh, Renslayer is explaining to Sylvie that Loki was sent. Well, when you're pruned, you get sent to the end of time, uh, which is basically the void. Which uh, is basically where everything ever pruned ends up. Right. And we see some crazy shit in here, which for all you lucky listeners, I will have the full easter egg list at the end of this episode so mm. we'll catch in on all the fun stuff that we're not going to talk about right now right exactly so Renslayer explains about you know the void that no one's ever come back from it like that's just where everything goes to end uh at this point miss minutes gets brought in and she's trying to stall time because tv agents are coming to try to get sylvie again uh, basically, Sylvie gets cornered and makes a game time decision, which is, I'm going to prune my fucking self. And she does, which was incredible. Great show of power. Yeah. Great show of power. I mean, she's on the stand of the judges and just like, is like, fuck you. Because they're closing in real fast. Yeah. 
and prunes herself and ends up in the void as well. And honestly, watching the scene, I never even that never even crossed my mind that she would do that. Oh yeah, I was like, there's got to be a way out. She's going to be smart enough, talk her way out, do something, trick right. them something. Right. She stands the fuck up and she's like, try me. <laughs> <laughs> So we go right back to Loki, where he's with classic Loki, boastful Loki, right? Uh, yes, that, um, we watch the shows on. I watch the shows with closed captioning on, and this is one of the shows that actually tells you who's talking. Mm-hmm. So they put the name up there first. So classic Loki had it, kid Loki had it, and then it came up as boastful Loki, which is also I read uh, online who the Lokis were, and they, that's his name is boastful Loki. Oh yeah. Which we see a little bit of his character come out later, where he is boastful. He is yeah. That laughing type where he's mm. just that victorious, almighty guy. Oh, right. Okay. Glorious purpose. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and it's so funny to watch Loki, like, look at these other hymns and being like, I fucking hate all of them. <laughs> like, they're the worst. Yeah, looking at, like, classic Loki and he's like, no, I would not. That's yeah. absolutely the worst. old bastard. You're terrible. Absolutely not. Um, but it is cool to hear about their different paths. Um, Boastful Loki, I don't think he said too much about his past, but basically Kid Loki... Uh, killed Thor in his timeline. He killed Thor, and that's why he Which was. Which the look on Loki's face mm. was, I think, the look on all of our faces it was like, oh fuck! It's like he that really tore him one. <clears throat> yeah, because even even looking at Loki's face, you could see where he was thinking. I probably said it and threatened him. Yeah. But I could never actually kill Do him. Thor. Right. Right. I can set him up for failure and probably to be killed. I can, set, like, him up I, a, I I can set him up in a trap where I know he's probably going to get out. Yeah. But there's no way our Loki would ever have that in him to kill Thor. Right. Agreed. They're just too, they were too close as kids. Mm. It would never happen. Yeah. So that was a cool little, again, Tom Hiddleston doing wonderful work with his face. Oh, definitely. You saw it. It ate him alive. Mm-hmm. That, that was even a part of his, a timeline of his. Right. He's almost disgusted. Yeah. And then you had classic locally tell about how uh, basically talking about the Infinity Wars period where Thanos is supposed to crush his neck. uh, That he talks about that he created a version of himself so – I can't think of the word that he uses. But he's like, I was so good at how I could make illusions that Thor or Thanos believed that – he killed me and he didn't. It was just, I'd made an image of myself. He believed it. And I fucked off on another planet and just chilled. And where he even had a moment where he said, you know, I missed my brother and I wonder if my brother missed me. So I wanted to leave the planet and go see Thor. Well, then the TVA got me and pruned me basically. Um, so again, it was interesting to see all of their heartbreaking fucking stories. Right. Like they really are. Yeah. Also just real quick. Because we mentioned this when we talked about WandaVision in the Halloween episode, of course, <laughs> with um, Wanda coming down those stairs in that classic outfit mm-hmm. when there was no time to play. Yeah. There was all kinds of time to play, but there was no time to play. That was nasty awesome. Yeah. Then watching Vision's dumbass walk down the street in some green spandex with yellow fucking shorts yeah. on yeah. with this pink face. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. But classic comic versions killed it if not first appearance looks that we got from those characters yeah nothing true falcon but then we get this one and we get classic loki where you look up loki from back then in the 60s and 70s comics that's what 
That's what you get. Exactly the what it looked like. Stupid square cylinder shaped helmet with the way too big horns on there and yeah. then bright green and yellow <laughs> with no texture and no nothing to yeah. it. Thank you, Marvel, for continuing to give us these little tidbit nods yeah. to stuff like that. Oh, definitely. I just – I had to put that out there. Oh, I, I 100% agree. Like I said, the costume work is fantastic. Because at the at the, uh, the post credit scene of the last episode, my eyes immediately – I was like, oh, Gator, is that a black guy? What's he young? Everything went to classic. Oh, yeah. Because he just – He's so vibrant. <laughs> and and I, I popped so hard for that one. Yeah. Because it, it's just a nod. I like to see that stuff. Oh, definitely. I like to see that stuff. In a new age where we live in where all the outfits and the, everything is so beyond what we could ever think. Yeah. When you give us a plain Jane Halloween costume look, I'm like, what up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I just had to put that out there. No, you're totally on, fine because I, I highly agree with that. So then wait, we go wait till we get to their hideout, right? <laughs> which basically is where we end up in their hideout, which is under the ground and it's a bowling. It's alley. a fucking bowling alley, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. And basically, that's where they sit and just tell stories of themselves. And Loki's over it. He's like, "We need to find a way yeah, out he's of like, here." Why are we doing something? Right? Like, why are you trying to get out and of here? They're like, "We're safe." Yeah, we've been doing this forever. Yeah, we're fine. We know what's up. You don't. Yeah. And he's let's like, "Let's not change. Let's not fix what ain't broke." Right. You know, well, as long as they're alive, it's working. Right, exactly. <laughs> they're like, we don't care about getting out of here. Like, And Kid Logie's like, I'm a king here. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Right, yeah. And uh, and it's funny while they're going through this whole thing that all of a sudden you see – you turn camera and there's Loki with a bunch of uh, like Loki's. Genghis Khan's. <laughs> Loki's. Loki's, yeah. Like Genghis Khan Loki looking people. They're a bunch of weird looking Lokis. Yeah. They have kind of like Russian hats on. Right. And then we got President Loki, which is, you know, he's like, you know, I'm here to fulfill my glorious purpose. And it was so funny to watch this because every Loki said glorious purpose. And our Loki's like, I'm fucking sick of this shit. You know, like I'm tired of hearing myself say this stupid phrase. Especially too, because he's so, his heart and mind and thought process are so beyond what well, like he's a, supposed to, what he's here to do. Right. He's done trying to reign over the universe mm. and fucking Midgard and Asgard and become a king and kick everybody off a throne and right. just whatever. Like the people kissing his feet, he's so done with. This Loki is. Yeah. So it's funny to see him and like all these people want to do is rule or whatever. And he's mm. like, oh my God, I can tell you right now, <laughs> it's not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> right, exactly. And I love pretty President Loki though too because like first off, the suit is on point. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it shouldn't go with a helmet like that. <laughs> Yet the helmet totally goes with everything. Yeah. And then everybody's got vote Loki buttons on. I know. <laughs> like you, you're so the good. biggest pieces of shit. Yeah. I love the whole thing. And basically, to throw off President Loki, Gator Loki bites his fucking hand Aggressively. <laughs> like, literally jumps up, rips the shit off, yeah. and goes back into his pool. <laughs> his kiddie pool, yeah. by the way. That yeah. they somehow... Someone pruned up, that. Ended up in the void yeah. where Gator Loki has a pool. Yeah, and it was phenomenal. And it was so funny because everyone starts fighting and you just see our Loki just kind of be like, Ooh, I'm out of here. I'm trying to get out. And you I'm also see the fight scene happening and like... Everybody also, like, double-teamed. So, like, you have classic Loki and kid Loki, mm. but then, like, everybody also made an illusion version of themselves. Right. 
So they half the time there's real people fighting illusions. Right. <laughs> They're like, nobody's seeing this? We're not yeah. seeing this? Yeah. It got very cramped. We're, in not, there. we're not seeing this? <laughs> and we're all at the bottom of the bowling alley? Right. And Logan's like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. But she does seamlessly. Yeah. Actually. He gets out like, along with, a yeah, he gets out with classic Loki and kid Loki. I was expecting at least a tap on the shoulder for yeah. something. And they're like, nah. he, They just skated right out of there. Yeah. Because he was like, I'm not dealing with any of this. Uh, so that was hilarious. <laughs> I love that whole scene because it was stupid and funny. Uh, but again, sets up for Loki, classic Loki and kid Loki and, and Gator Loki to get out of there. Um, at that moment, we see Sylvie waking up in the void, and she's right next to Eliath. And Eliath is basically chasing her down while she's running from it. And it's so fun to see a car coming at her. It's very British. It's like a British. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like a British station wagon. Or like if you watch Harry Potter, it's the car that flies. Basically, there you go. Right there. Yeah. There you go. If you've ever watched Mr. Bean, it's like the car that he tied his chair to on the top, except add mm-hmm. two more doors to the back and a hatch. Yeah, exactly. It's literally the British car. It's that car with a giant pizza on top. <laughs> giant spring-loaded pizza <laughs> named Skinny's Pizza, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And uh, we're like, who the fuck is in this car? And it's none other than our favorite boy. Oh! Uh, Mobius is back. Oh! <laughs> Drop the mic. What up? I was, for some reason, he didn't pop into my head. I had zero idea who the only thing I was like, well, who the fuck? Who yeah. the fuck? I was like, oh, some other Loki knows what's going on. Yep. Never even ever crossed my mind. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're getting hipster Loki. This right. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's going to be. He's like a little pizza man. Whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm right. just been on my phone. Yeah. I'm texting and driving. <laughs> That's some stupid character. Yeah. Fucking Mobius. Hell bro. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Comes in. And it was phenomenal. He filled my void. Though. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And uh, I love when Sylvie gets in the car and he's basically like, she's like, well, you didn't believe me and blah, blah. And he's like, shut no, I get it. I, get, I believe all of you he's now. He's like, now's not the time. Right. But I believe you. I got it. And he's like, the TVA sucks. I got it. <laughs> he's know? like, trust me, I'm caught up. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> Like, so why else do you think I'm here? <laughs> why are you explaining shit to me if we're s- both in the void? Right. Don't you see this is bad for both of us? <laughs> like we're both in a lose-lose situation. Like, I, I'm like pointing at the classic Owen Wilson. Like, are you kidding me here? Ooh. Look at what's happening. Right. I'm right next to you. <laughs> Terrible situation. <laughs> so I loved it. And then all of a sudden we go right back to Loki uh, coming up with a plan about how he's going to uh, beat Elioth, basically. And they're all looking at him like, you're a moron. Yeah. You know, and he's like, no, I have this. He's like, you know, everything can be killed. Everything, you know, has an end, everything like that. And all of a sudden, this car pulls up and you're like, oh, hell yeah, he's going to see Sylvie and, and Mobius. Which is a great reunion. I loved it. Oh, 100%. You know, because Loki, when he saw Sylvie, just broke down like, you know, this is the woman that I do love yep. myself. Yep. And, uh, you know, to see his now best friend, basically, yep. Mobius. Look, and uh, now cares for two people outside of himself. Right. With an asterisk. Oh, definitely. And I love that scene and then them game planning because all of a sudden, you know, Sylvie's like, well, what, what's your plan? And he's like, well, I'm going to kill him. And she's like, you're a fucking idiot. You're not going to do that. Right. Like, she has no idea what's I mean, going on. Like, she just plan? got there. Yeah. She just got there, and she's already agreeing with the other Lokis. They're like, it's a terrible are plan. You, 
don't. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible plan. I have a better one. He's like, well, what the fuck do you got? You know? She's like, I'm going to enchant it. And they're like, no, that's a terrible plan. Yeah, I'm also thinking, like, I'm actually kind of thinking sneak up behind it, like right. you mentioned. Exactly. That seems you know, way easier. I think you kill her. <laughs> Just stab it. Stab the clown. And uh, <laughs> this is where we get to see Elias' real masterpiece of how he's destruction. Because don't we see... The battleship. We see a battleship get voided. Yeah. We, get, we see uh, it pruned into the void. Yep. With a bunch of sailors and everything. Which like obviously have no idea what's going on. No idea. Like, zero percent. And all they see is this giant beast of a cloud coming at Which them. Which they attempt to shoot at. They try. And we get a very, very close-up look at the deck of uh, them running for their lives while yeah. taken over by the cloud. And you can see them. Even, I mean, it's like pruning times six. It's like dissipating. They're gone. They're, yeah. gone. Yeah. And then, They're evaporating. And the ship was prime when it got there. Mm-hmm. And after it's overrun, it looks like everything else in the void, which, honestly, the, the ship looked like the Titanic now at the bottom of the sea. We're yeah. so overrun with rust and crap. Like, it never, it existed 300 years ago. Right. So, and, and step of a finger. Oh, yeah. It was, everything's gone in this path. Yeah. And it's a cloud, so it can just pick up and then go somewhere else. Right. Very freaky. That yeah. really freaked me out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, again, badass fucking character and cool to see what it is uh, but at this moment kind of second guessing everything but again uh sylvie goes i can enchant this like this i can do this because i felt that uh when i first got here i could do it so at this point she has a temp pad give or has a temp pad gives it to more planets she has to get close enough right <laughs> But at this moment, uh, she gives the temp pad to Mobius, and Mobius and Loki have that nice goodbye. Uh, and Loki says, you know, goodbye, my friend. And I love Mobius when he's hugging him, and he looks at Sylvie, and he's like, I like you the you're best. You're still my favorite. Yeah, you're, you're my favorite. You know, and again, signs to the character of how Mobius is kind of that funny, uh, you know, sarcastic in a way. He's literally that guy in any neighborhood or like a sitcom or a movie where – He'd be the guy every morning walking in his robe with his bunny slippers on to out to get the paper <laughs> with a cup of coffee in his hand yeah. and saying, Hey, Bob, how right. you doing today? Bill, how's it going? <laughs> Tough on that Browns game last night, huh? Like, right. that's the guy that we got as Mobius. Definitely. Whole, wholeheartedly a beautiful person. Oh, yeah. And basically him walking through that door and they're like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to tear down the fucking TVA. I should have burned that motherfucker to the ground when I had the chance. Yeah. That's basically what he said. And you're like, hell yeah. Yeah, because now Mobius means business. Now he's he's 100% on our side where we wanted him to begin with. Oh, he's going to fuck some shit up. So (laughs) all of a sudden, uh, so basically they come up with a plan. So Loki and Sylvie go to... Or Sylvie plans on enchanting, obviously, Elioth. Uh, at this moment, Elioth's coming at them, and, you know, Loki realizes, I have to do something. So he starts distracting Elioth by waving a sword and being like, come over here, bitch. And all of a sudden realizes, like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get fucked up. Well, then we get the comeback of classic Loki, oh. which was awesome. I... <clears throat> I also believe there is a line, I think it's in this episode, and I don't want to overstretch, where there's there's just this realm of impossibility. Mm. And I believe one of the Lokis says something of along the lines of, like, we're more powerful than we think. Mm, yes. 
And I think that I feel like that's in the next episode. So I apologize if I got ahead of myself, but that obviously leans back to this very scenario that you're about to talk about, yeah. which is he, creates, I believe it was this episode. He that creates that. one of the greatest diversions I've ever seen because the best illusion with Loki's plan was to, he mentions sharks in the water mm. and sharks. Yeah, they like their little food, but they'll always go after the big food first right. before they go after the little food. Right. Hence the ship being the, – the ship was supposed to be a slight distraction. Right. And it was annihilated immediately and right back on the Lokis. And that's when they were like, okay, yeah. time to change plans. Right. And <clears throat> I feel like because like the, the other Lokis were like, yeah, you can do this. Well, we're just gonna go. Yeah, kid Loki and Gator Loki were like, yeah, deuces. we're gonna go back being safe. And so now you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And here he comes, man, mm. in all his glory, all his glorious purpose, nailed it. Recreates Asgard from the ground up through illusion. It was incredible. Which is the biggest feat I think we've seen a Loki do at all. With creating yeah. something that isn't there. Until about five minutes later. <laughs> I said till this point. Yeah. <laughs> he recreates Asgard and Eliath is feasting yeah. on this illusion. Mm. And it is draining classic Loki to nothing. Right. To nothing. Yeah. But he knows he has to keep it up. But he is struggling. He's given that I love I love when they put in the scream of effort because mm. like it's like lifting something heavy, you know. They say if you if you yell it actually helps. And it right. fucking does. Yeah. They say that in the office. Yes, they do. <laughs> when Dwight's loading paper. But it's real. <laughs> it is real. It's real. It is real. Um so so he is I mean literally struggling here to keep the city <clears throat> afloat. So right. Eliath is busy. Busy. Because he's munching on Phantom, and he ain't, yeah. you know he ain't getting nothing. And right. he knows that. Yeah. But he's trying anyway. And then we start to see, unfortunately, this, the city deplete because he's kind of using, exacerbated everything he's got in himself. Mm. And this is where I shed, like, a slight tear. Oh, definitely. It was a hard one. Because I know Gator Loki is the GOAT, but, like, <laughs> let's get real. The actor that played classic Loki... Is Richard it, E. Grant, I believe. Which is an actor we all know. Mm. He's phenomenal. Yep. Does great serious. He does great comedy. Absolutely. And you just see him give this look to the other guys because he's just holding on. Yeah. And he as he has tears streaming down his own face. Yep. Screams as he is completely devoured. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I took so much to classic Loki. I yeah. took I took so much to him. I took took more than I thought I would to the character. Yeah. So when I saw that happen, it really hit me. Oh, definitely. It really hit me. And we got our final glorious purpose. It'd be it'd, we've actually we actually got to see a glorious purpose come mm. to fruition because yeah. they always talk about their glorious purpose, but it's never said what the glorious purpose is. Mm -hmm. And now that we have plenty of variants of people, the Loki's for that matter, now they all have a separate glorious purpose. Right. Our Loki is looking like the taking on the TVA is is his glorious purpose. Uh, Sylvie's revenging the fucking life that she was given yeah. because of the TVA and. Classic Loki, we found out that his glorious purpose was to save the other Lokis to hopefully save the rest of us. Yes. 
Very, very, very awesome emotional scene. Yeah, I very, loved it. I was in awe. Yeah. Like, my jaw was on the floor, I think, for the whole, as soon as he started bringing the city up. Yeah. Because oh, no, Asgard, Asgard ain't small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. It was uh, it was phenomenal scene, and, and during that whole thing, we keep getting, you know, the flashbacks to Loki and Sylvie, and Sylvie's trying to enchant uh, Eliath, and finally grabs Loki's hand and says, like, you need to help. And he goes, I've never Eliot, enchanted. Because now Eliath too only has one target. Right. Because classic Loki's gone. Right. Asgard's gone. There's two people standing in its eyes, mm. which I was like... I couldn't have any more more edge of a couch to sit on. <laughs> right. And Sylvie telling Loki, you know, you have this power within you. And they are able to come together and enchant uh, Eliath, which then opens Eliath up to see a, a house, a mansion, basically, that's there. Um, and that's basically where we end our episode, is them opening up that portal and realizing that someone is beyond that. And that they need to find out who it is. Something is beyond the void. Because basically their whole thing was, is uh, like the void, They, I think you mentioned it was like at the end of time, but like once Eliath opened up, this is actually the end of time. What's sitting at the end of time. Right. Is this floating fucking mansion. Right. Or uh, not floating, but it's out somewhere. It's in space, basically. It's yeah. somewhere. It's at the end of time and space. Should we get down to this dope-ass Easter egg list? I think we should, man. Because I found the coolest fucking Tell list. me more, tell me more. Well, they didn't get very far. <laughs> and uh, Mobius, he did have a car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good. Uh, yes, you are. For like one to two lines in a <laughs> So y'all know you've been listening. I love my Easter eggs. I absolutely love them. Video games, movies, TV shows, and the like. Mm -hmm. Well, Marvel has not led us astray. Of course. Uh, So, back to it. We were in The Void. I have to make sure this is the right list. Okay, it is. I just scrolled. (laughs) We're in The Void. Uh, I found the 20th wildest things that we may have missed in The Void. Um, I did not send this to you, Andy, so we can't see this on the monitor, but I did brighten my screen so you can see the pictures at least. Okay. First on the list is Doctor Strange's Demolish Sanctum Sanctorium. Really? Here's your list, or here's your picture right there above the ad. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, a lot of this is over the passing. Right. Right. Because I talked to some people about some of these things and like, oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Right. Like, well, if you, if I, my eyes were everywhere on the screen. Right. As soon as (laughs) we noticed New York. Right. The entire fucking city of New York was voided. Yes. So my eyes were everywhere on this on the screen here. Speaking of New York, we we get a glimpse at uh Avengers Tower. Just kidding. <laughs> if you eagle eyed viewers out there could see it was named Kang Tower. Mm-hmm. Q-E-N-G. Mm-hmm. I don't know who owns that corporation or who runs that. Could be... I wonder. Somebody nuts. Obviously, his name isn't Kang with a Q. Weird. Alligator Loki is actually... Yeah, he's actually on the list here. Uh, There's really not much about it other than that he... He's the the god of reptile mischief. Yep. (laughs) Crazy. This one one I'm going to read because this one was really, really cool. A pirate ship near a UFO. 
Interesting. I don't know if you caught that. Mm-mm. I caught the UFO. I didn't catch the pirate ship. No, I didn't. But here's the picture above the ad again. Okay. Yep. So it says here, it's presumed that this pirate ship and this 50 Ares UFO didn't arrive in the void at the same time, but that juxtaposition was an early sign that journey into mystery wouldn't be blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's possible reference to Dr. Doom, mm. whose first comic book appearance centered on both time travel and pirates, Okay, and whose 80s appearance in Spider-Man newspaper strip saw him taking control of a stereotypical UFO. Again, nice little nod. Yes. And with <clears throat> we think is coming into the MCU in a later date, oh, yeah. this could bring on said dude. I mean, definitely see that with Fantastic Four. Definitely coming out at the end of this, uh, this phase. So this picture um, has Loki and boastful Loki, but it's this pile of crap mm-hmm. right there next to him. Yep. The huge pile of TVA lunch trays. Mm. Basically, we know that there's like no nothing bathrooms, probably right. no kitchen, no nothing. Right. So whatever they're done using, they, they just, just prune. They just prune. Oh, interesting. So this giant pile of food trays <laughs> just that's in the is same in spot. the void. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. This one I thought was really cool, <laughs> and I didn't even see this until the list. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's uh, from Ant-Man and the Wasp. That is a giant, and I will repeat this because there's trees in this in this picture. <clears throat> a giant yellow jacket helmet. Hell yeah! Which is seemingly again, let's say another timeline where maybe he actually won, won. and was giant at some point. I can see that. So very very cool. Absolutely nothing to really dive dive into. Here's the one everybody's been talking about. Mm-hmm. The Thanos copter. <laughs> Thanos copter was cool. I popped, and I didn't know why, but I got excited when I saw it. Yeah, probably because it looked so lame. Yeah, it was. Um, it comes from obviously the Marvel comics uh, in a 1979 issue of Spidey's Super Stories. It's really there's nothing to it. it Thanos is driving a helicopter and making a. Yeah. Uh, Childlike insults to whoever he was fighting in there. I yeah. Mean, really, really bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one here, you'll see this giant yes. torpedo-type missile. It's a Japanese atom bomb. Hell yeah. Basically, again, from another timeline. Of, oh, the we didn't bomb them, but they, they bombed us. So just a, just a nice little... Right. Any uh, sort of timeline nod. Of how different things happen. This, I don't need to show you the picture for because... It's Frog Thor, and yeah, he's trapped in a jar underground. It's hilarious. Trying to get his fucking hammer. <laughs> uh, a cool part about this Easter egg, however, is the cameo of Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Who voiced Frog Thor, <laughs> and they weren't recycled lines. He recorded yeah, the new lines for this one little rock. <laughs> so they got him in studio to go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Chris Hemsworth was like, yeah, I can do that over the phone. I would love to see the fucking picture. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, another one I don't need to show you the the picture for, um, but it's Kid Loki sitting in his throne, and you probably caught what he was drinking. A fucking high C ecto Yes. Yes, it did. Best flavor of high C <laughs> in the world. 
<laughs> and it was taken away from us far too soon. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, which also, though, is cool because it kind of points to the time period of where all their shit is from in right. their hideout. Uh, which brings me to this beauty. I fucking love this. It's a great Easter egg in the world if you ever just want to research it yourself. Uh, and I don't know how to pronounce it correctly, but I, I believe it's uh, Polybius or Polybius. It was an old arcade game. Okay. Uh, from the 80s. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Um, this 20-plus-year-old urban legend... Uh, supposes that the government created an arcade game in the 80s that triggered specific psychoactive effects in players that was actually recorded for data analysis. Jesus. Um, it's actually cool, too, because these arcades popped up in arcades. Right. Players played them, and they were oftentimes seen being uh, installed and removed by men in black. Hmm. Interesting. This, I didn't know this. this is that's actually this actually happened in real life in the eighties. I mean, I believe it. So the fact that they had that the government's always up right. to some shit. Shit. Well, it's cool too because <laughs> we have the TV that's always watching and the right. government's always watching. Right. I put that as my own little nod. Definitely. Um, this was weird. Uh, it says it's the return of Mardi Gras Loki. Mardi Gras. Now we got to see him in episode two because Mobius was projecting to Loki all the variants of mm. himself throughout the world. Uh, so here's here's him, Andy, in the projection. Oh, interesting. And then I'm guessing with the group of Lokis that showed up, we got him actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's got dreadlocks that are in frontward pigtails with giant baller glasses on and lots and lots of beads. It's interesting. I know. It was weird. Uh, we have the pizza car, which was Skinny's Pizza, which is, if you look at it because they're owned by Disney with the, with the spring-loaded pizza yeah. on top and everything, it's kind of the opposite of Pizza Planet, mm. where planets are big, Skinny's not. <laughs> so a nice yeah. little nod to possible Disney <laughs> with, the, with the pizza car. Um, Oswald pizza. and the Martians on the movie marquee. When, uh, oh, yeah, I did hear about this one. When Moby is, was, mm -hmm. was driving past here. Um, Oswald and the Martians, which is a reference to the 30 short Marsh Mars starring Mickey Mouse's predecessor, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Hmm. So a nice little... Yeah, I did hear about that one. Nice little Disney nod there, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, the dashboard hula girl, I didn't find uh, so interesting. It's shown up throughout the Marvel Universe. It was in yeah. Darcy and Vision's ice cream truck when they steal that yep. WandaVision. Uh, also in <clears throat> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's always just been I've around. seen it around. It's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. Uh, the USS Eldridge was a, another one. Um, it's an urban legend, conspiracy theory. Uh, it was dubbed the Philadelphia Experiment, which uh, began in the 50s as a rumored military experiment carried on by the Navy. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> it expanded into more unverified reports of matter transportation, brainwashing, gravitational anomalies, even resulting in a popular 84 film called Adaptation. Hmm. So basically the ship was there and then not. Okay. So it's kind of their nod of putting it in there. Of, like a ghost ship. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, Andy, does this little image look familiar to you? It looks like God's... Oh, that's Thanos' ship. Nay, sir. Nay, Who's it is that? Roman the Accuser. Ah, uh, yes. Dark Aster. My bad. 
My bad. Pretty cool that it was voided there. Yep. It's definitely. also wicked because I think they said it's like three miles in. It's three miles wide. So the fact that we can only see that little bit of it. You're right. It's a of, huge ship. Kind of fucking crazy. That was cool though. Thanos has looked like that. But we after also, I saw the ripples in it. Yes, yes, the yes it did. Yes, it did. Yeah. Uh, there was also a downed Hydra <clears throat> carrier. Damn, really? Right here in the super background. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. I see it. Uh, there, again, this... Nothing cool about it, just this yeah. is what we saw in the void. Uh, the Sphinx with his nose still attached. <laughs> That's funny. Which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Also behind it is the uh, the um, pi- the Pyramid of Giza, if not the Pyramids of Giza yeah. behind it. But Sphinx with the nose still attached, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. What's that picture? The Living Tribunal Statue. This one, uh, it's just, I believe it has something to deal with, uh, let me see, speaking of references, so old AF time items, uh, Magical Half Battle, Loki gave viewers a couple of shots of a presumably giant stone head of the Living Tribunal. Hmm. Within Marvel lore, the Living Tribunal is a veiled and multi-faced being whose existence is as old as the universe and is known for keeping the multiverse intact. If it's not clear if this was the actual, it's not clear if this is actually the head of it, um, but we do get to see the tri-faced tribunal head. Oh, okay, statues. yeah. Uh, so very, very cool. Even that I as looking at it, opening more doors. Yeah, into definitely. Now the world we're getting into. Oh, definitely. Um, that was a dumb one. Okay, that was just <laughs> that was yeah, stupid. yeah. It was just dumb. Uh, no. My final one has to deal with. Uh, the mansion, which I believe is on my next Easter egg list uh, for the finale here. Mm. So that was, um, I could not wait to fucking tell you those. Oh, yeah, I definitely. Those are some of the coolest little finds. It was cool because you can throw those into the void because it doesn't have to mean anything. It no, can it just be from different, you know, parts of universes that we now know exist. Well, like the ship or right. UFO and pirate ship. I mean, right. it's not to say those were dealing, it's a nod to Doctor Doom's history, right. but where do they come from? Who cares? Right. right. But it's also like showing like Ronan the Accuser, uh, his ship being pruned at some point, and all of New York. You know, it's like that was so. It's weird up. seeing all That's, these. But different... That was so messed up, man. Because I, I was like, well, this is weird. And then you easily know Central Park, and that's where I spotted the the whole entirety of New York was like right. the buildings, and then this big grass area in the middle. I'm like, oh, there's New York, mm-hmm. and then I saw basically the deck of the Avengers Tower. It's right. Very. Uh, symbolic. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that, that did not say Stark or Avengers on it, but I never rewound it to see what it said. Yeah. And then finding out, talking to people at work the next day, like, it's a king. Knew it. <laughs> I, so. I fucking thought so. So that was, uh, that was my Easter egg list for episode five. I think it's the coolest list I've oh, had yeah. thus far. Definitely. Just because of everything you can put into that void. You could literally put anything. Anything. Yeah. And there's they, many timelines. And I think they did they did it justice for us oh, as definitely. viewers. So very happy with it. I agree. Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to wrap up this episode. We're going to do a whole nother one for episode six because obviously we need the time for it. That's Because fine. episode six was a phenomenal episode. It's Like I said, it opened up a door to what's going to happen for this next ten years probably. It's finale time. Yeah. It was it was a wild finale. The best finale I've seen so far on any of these shows. Uh, and I'm super excited for it. So Hell yeah. 
Let's wrap this one up. Alec, thank you so much for the Easter eggs. Dude, I do all I can. I've been having so much fun breaking these down and having fun with these. I can't wait till Hawkeye I comes think other out. than Mando, this has been my favorite show to break down. Definitely. Even over the boys, and that says a lot yeah. with how much we love the boys. Absolutely. So thank you for being here again, man. Let's do it. Um, we're going to be back in here in a couple minutes, and we're going to break down episode five or episode six for you. Uh, these will come out on the same date, so it's like we never left. So, Hey, cheers to you, my PIC. Yep, we'll see you guys soon. We'd love to get your feedback. Please contact Cocktails and Comics at cocktailsncomics at gmail.com. That's all lowercase, C-O-C-K-T-A-I-L-S-N-C-O-M-I-C-S at gmail.com. Also, catch us on Spotify and iTunes along with our other podcast, Nothing's Off Base.